It's not information. <laughs> I always say, if it was just about information, which all of us have a plethora of on Google, everybody would be rich and skinny. <laughs> so it's not a lack of information. It's a lack of proper knowledge and then taking action. So I'll give you this example of the 50, 30, 20. Take this with you. If you learn nothing else today, take this with you because it doesn't matter the dollar amount that you're earning in your lifetime. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another LT360 podcast. My name is Dylan. You know me, the host, DeFoss. And today I am honored to have Kristen Erickson here. She is local. We both are working out of the Boca Raton area down here in South Florida, beautiful, sunny South Florida. And we didn't meet too long ago, but it definitely didn't take us too long to hop on the same page. Uh, me and her are working together pretty much all the time right now on a multitude of different things. And we'll cover those as we go along. But I want to allow her to introduce herself because she is going to be way better at that than I can. So thank you for having uh, the opportunity and giving me the time to have you on here and talk to you and get to know you and everything involved. I'm glad to sit down and be able to have this, uh, this journey and opportunity with you. Thank you, Dylan. Thank you so much. Um, to everybody out there in webinar land or Zoom land, you know, I believe in serendipity and I believe that you meet certain people at a certain time for a certain reason. Mm. So Dylan and I have very similar backgrounds, even though I'm definitely older than he is. <laughs> Not in spirit though, but uh, my, as he mentioned, my name is Kristen Erickson. I was in the fitness industry for 26 years and still am um, in a way. I was born in Minnesota, raised in Arizona, lived in California, moved to New York City, got sick of the weather, and now I'm in South Florida. <laughs> so I have a, a bachelor in science in kinesiology, exercise science. That was my first half of my life. Then I went back to get my MBA and continued on to financial services licensing, and I'm currently a fully licensed financial advisor here, actually all throughout the United States. I'm currently licensed in 23 states, probably more to add as people are referred to me and need help. Um, but I have a huge passion still for the fitness industry, which is why I'm sitting here now with Dylan. Yes. And that's how we met, uh, coincidentally enough, ironically, right in the health and wellness space down here. Uh, by way of going to a Ayurvedic workshop by our friend, Dr. Shivani Gupta, who has also been on the podcast. So uh, it's funny how things come full circle. Um, quite literally, me and Kristen were sitting next to each other in a circle format at an Ayurvedic workshop. <laughs> and uh, we ended up just conversing and chatting. And Shivani put us in contact a little there at the end as I was about to take off. And we ended up meeting uh, out at Raw Juice and just decided to catch up and network. And now here we are a month and a half, uh, six, eight weeks. I don't know. It's been, hasn't been too long, but, <laughs> uh, and it's, it's been um, awesome. She's been a huge supporter and advocate um, for everything that I'm doing. And I'm utilizing her uh, wealth of knowledge, quite literally. Uh, <laughs> <I like that. laughs> 
her wealth of knowledge to um, get myself into a better uh, financial situation. So um, it's funny how we started to connect by way of basically communicating that fitness and finance are one and the same when you talk about language and strategy. So I would love for you to give your little backstory on basically how that came to be. If you are listening right now, you can go look her up on Instagram at fitness to finance and no numbers, just the word fitness yep. to finance, how it's spelled. Yep. No numbers. And it, it is so true. The more we talk about it, the more it seems that there's crossover. So I'd love to know when that light bulb went off in your head and when you started to say, hmm, I'm going to make this transition, but for lack of a better, you know, result or lack of a better term, it is one and the same. Uh, when did that light bulb go off and explain that, you know, journey to our friends listening? Sure. It happened actually when I was living in New York City. I was very, very fortunate to have one client mm -hmm. at the time while I was still doing personal training, massage therapy, everything that goes into the whole entire health and wellness genre for a single client who moved me to New York City. From LA, correct? From Los Angeles, correct. And um, I'll, I'll shorten this story, but within a year of me moving to New York City, he passed away. Mm. And I was the one that actually found him. Wow. He was alive when I found him, but he had passed out from a stroke. He was already basically gone on the left side. Um, he couldn't speak. His speech pattern was already gone. Very, very tragic story. However, he was the one that really started the conversation, very similar, Dylan, to the conversation that I had to you, with you, in regards to, you know, starting young and planning and being consistent and all of these things that go into, you know, setting up your future when it comes to your finances. Mm -hmm. And at the time, I didn't understand why is this happening? Plus, if any of you are old enough to remember what was happening in 2008 and 2009, we were in the middle of a financial crash. So imagine you're living in New York City. You don't know a soul outside of the concierge in his building and him. Mm. And personal training at that time, when everybody's panicking about their money, is considered a luxury. So it was more often than not one of the first things to go because people were in survival mode. Why? Because they probably hadn't planned properly. Now, the good news was because of what I learned from him, I was semi-planned. I wasn't as well-planned as I could have been, but I was planned better than most. So shocking, he passed away six weeks later. I was forced with the task of deciding, should I stay in New York City and try to survive? Should I go back to California? I had already sold my business. And I thought to myself, no, I was brought here for a reason. And I think it's many reasons. I have to make this work. So I have never hustled in my life like I hustled in New York City. 
to any young entrepreneurs out there, I was walking into every single business, every single leasing office, every single doctor, chiropractor, plastic surgeon, you name it, passing out my business card, offering free personal training sessions just to get my, my name known and, and experience people and let them experience me. Fast forward a year after that, so building from 2009 to 2010, I was able to get back up on my feet. It was the toughest time in my life up to that point, but I did it. So you already know the song that was playing in my ears was Alicia Keys, New York, because it's true. If you can survive in New York City, you can do it anywhere. That's now, kind of fast my- forward oh. <laughs> to the life now, right? You know, it gave me the confidence at that time because of that tragic event that if I not only survived and thrived that tragic experience, I could do anything. Mm. I could do anything. And at the time I was um, early 30s. And from that point forward, I learned so much from him. I would sit with him, you know, anytime I'd have a session with him, if we're personally training, or maybe we grabbed lunch, and I would just start to learn. I was so open to learn. Here's this man that has this huge wealth of knowledge within the finance industry. And I started to see all of these similarities, talking about starting young. In fitness, it's the same thing. Mm -hmm. I was a gymnast. I was a professional dancer. I started at the age of two. So as a result, when I was approaching my 40s, I actually danced at a Miami Heat game as a 40-year-old. So who would have thought? But because I had the skill set, I was like, sure, let's do it. Um, So it was a really fun story. um, You know, just fun conversations that I would have with him. But then I just kept learning. I kept learning. I kept learning. I kept learning. Fast forward to 2015, I was just coming out of a very, very, very difficult divorce, Mm. okay, from, and I'll share my story, I'm open with it, because it's part of the story, and it's part of the testimony. I I was in an abusive marriage, Mm. Um, my ex-husband was mentally abusive, physically abusive, and emotionally abusive. So once again, I'm faced with this time in my life where I have to make a very, very tough decision. Do I stay in New York City in fear of running into him? All of these things that go into a toxic relationship or do I pick back up again and move and start over again? Because you're not really starting over. At that point in my life, I was starting over with experience and knowledge and education and confidence huge. That only, you only get that as you get older and as you've fallen on your face a million times, which I absolutely have. But the message is you have to get back up. It's kind of like in the gym, Dylan, I'm sure you agree. A muscle does not grow unless you put it through a little bit of pain. Mm -hmm. A little bit of failure is the best way to guarantee you'll shred some muscle and then you take that time to let it heal and keep on moving. And that's what continues to optimize growth patterns, essentially. So during that difficult, difficult time in my life, I experienced a horrific back injury, Mm. mainly as a result of stress at that time, 
which landed me in the hospital. I had to be taken from my apartment in an ambulance. My legs literally gave out from underneath me. I was literally getting up from my bed. I had taken a nap. I wanted to go to the restroom, take a shower, and my legs collapsed out from underneath me. What year was this? 2015. And you were still living? New York City. In New York City. And you were still doing? Personal training. Personal training. Just want to make sure everyone has that locked and loaded before they hear the next part of this journey here. Yeah. So it was at that moment, it made me realize, wow, what am I going to do? Not only physically, financially, logistically, geographically, all of these questions that enter into your mind when you're on a gurney being taken to Roosevelt Hospital. Thankfully, again, the knowledge that I started to gain from my client, I realized, you know what? I want to have options. Mm. I want to make sure that I have options for leverage, for, you know, an industry that's not going to completely rely on just me, my body being in front of a client. Because as I saw, if my body gives out, I can't go to work. I can't drive an income. At the time, I had no income protection, Mm -hmm. didn't even know what that was at that time. And it was at that moment that I decided I need to make a shift. I need to make a shift. So two years later and loss of income and literally so much physical therapy and acupuncture and massage and, oh my goodness, rehabilitative exercises. You know, I was an elite athlete elite athletes at one point in my life. So to have that taken away from me, I'm sure you can imagine, you know, you're used to being active. You're used to being, you know, let's go, let's go to the gym. Let's do active things. And now I'm laid up in a bed in a hospital bed for 10 days. And then two years of rehabilitation. It was not a good mental space for me at that time. I was going to ask, because as an athlete, so many of us are identifiable as that not only to outside individuals, but to ourselves. So when we look at ourselves and say, you know, oh, I am a basketball player. I am a dancer. And now you can no longer say that. The identity part causes that mental block. It causes that emotional taxing identification problem. And for you being in such a transition of rehabilitation physically, were you also tackling mental rehabilitation? Were you actually utilizing um, psychiatric help or or psychologists of any sort um, to talk through issues and problems? Not as much as I should have, because not only was I disabled, you know, (laughs) physically, but I was having so much mental stress because of the divorce. Mm-hmm. And as you can imagine, my finances were being stressed at that point. So in New York City at that time, just to give you perspective, a psychologist was about $450 an hour. So you can imagine I'm not driving an income the way I'm used to. I had no income protection. I had no backup plan. Mm. So yeah, Eh. because there was not a plan in place, 
I had to do a lot of yoga <laughs> when I was uh, ready to physically get back to yoga for the mental space of it. Cause I knew I could meditate. I'm, I'm a woman of faith. So prayer for me and conversations with God and my family, who's all faith-based. It was that, that got me through. That was the only thing that got me through. There's no doubt in my mind. Hmm. Shout out to all my fellow athletes and health enthusiasts out there. Did you know that your typical average pill or capsule based vitamin or supplement takes anywhere from 48 to 72 hours to actually be broken down in your stomach and begin to get digested? And upon digestion, about 70% of what is on the label is going to be utilized by the body. So stop wasting your time and money on basic everyday vitamins. It's time that you start to understand the science behind it. And it's time that I introduce you guys to Isotonics. Isotonics brings to you the world's most advanced nutraceuticals. They are taking science to a whole nother level when it comes to vitamins and supplementation. A true holistic approach. Iso means same and tonic means pressure. So these isotonic vitamins, which are powders that you mix with water, are going to be recognized by the body as blood, sweat, or tears. And when you digest them, they get bypassed through the stomach straight into the small intestine. So absorption can begin in less than five minutes. On an empty stomach, 90% of what is on the nutrition label can be absorbed in just under 30 minutes. It's something that is unprecedented and unmatched in the industry. You cannot feel the difference with vitamins like you can feel the difference with isotonics. So the delivery matters. and. To give you guys proof, I want you to be able to check out and learn for yourself and experience it yourself. Feel that isotonics difference. So head over to shop.com or isotonics.com backslash limitless theory and check out all of the amazing, amazing isotonics, vitamins, and supplements that you can get your hands on and get 10% off your first order using code 10 off ma 10OFFMA all capitalized at checkout for 10% off and just know when you start to buy isotonics on a regular basis not only will you get 10% off your first order and additional orders in the future you will also get 2% cash back on anything you spend and if you put it on auto ship, you can save an additional 5% on every order. The opportunities are endless and the difference is felt. So make sure to go get yourself some isotonics and start to feel the difference for yourself. Now, if you came across a uh, certain point where you said, okay, I know I need to transition but over the course of those two years, 
what did that transition look like? Because I'm sure you weren't you weren't necessarily going full bore back into your personal training and and mm -hmm. fitness um, background and career. So where where was that next step or where did you delegate maybe 80% of time to something you already knew and 20% of your time, whatever the percentage may have been, to learning the financial world in a more career-based, serious way? I became a professional student again. <laughs> As you may imagine, there are multiple, multiple licensings that need to take place. Mm -hmm. And these are not simple tests. <laughs> these are not read a pamphlet and take a test. No, 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 no. So thankfully, I did have some residual income coming in based on leveraging that I had established. Thank goodness. Mm -hmm. I did have, you know, finances saved where I could put that back into developing my, my skill set educationally, um, which is why I went back to get my MBA. You know, no matter what they can't take away your education, you can't. Mm -hmm. And I knew that I'm going to have to get through this difficult time, but on the flip side, it's going to be okay because now I'm developing a new skill set that is highly, highly specialized that, you know what, not too many people have it. I'll give you an example. In the space that I presently am in right now, as a woman with what I do with my clients, mm -hmm. I am basically one of, six to 7,000 total in the entire country. And of that six to 7,000, I, I believe the last number I checked was about 9% women. Wow. That's it. So most people maybe would have seen that as a disadvantage. I saw that as an advantage, mm -hmm. just like in fitness. Every time I went to any kind of seminar, when I was in it, it was still very, very male dominant. About 80 to 90% of the industry was very male dominant. So this was nothing new to me. You know, and I, I like, I get along very well with all human beings, you know, <laughs> and I grew up a tomboy, so I can be one of the boys and I can be one of the girls too. So I, 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 like, I like that environment, but I saw a need. I mm. saw a need at the time when I was doing personal training more women could have this same opportunity because it's a great career. It's a fantastic career. Same thing with finance, fantastic career. You're helping people, you're educating people. Mm -hmm. So by nature, Dylan, as I mentioned to you, I'm a teacher by nature. I love to teach. I love to educate mm -hmm. because I am kind of a geek that way where I, I love to study. I love to learn things. I love it. You're only given one brain, so you might as well shove as much into it as you possibly can. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Although, shouldn't do the same with our stomachs. Yeah, you're correct. <laughs> <laughs> so when you talk about that transition beginning, you obviously started to, once again, learn, get educated, and then pursue the actual MBA and your licensures and everything. When did it click that you were moving to Florida? <laughs> Jonas. Jonas was the last blizzard in New York City when I said, no, no, no. That's we have to go bye-bye and we need to see sunshine and palm trees. <laughs> so yeah. it was literally that last blizzard, which was um, 2015. Mm -hmm. 
Mm. Okay. I started planting seeds down in Florida. Obviously, we have a lot of New Yorkers down here. <laughs> so I already knew a lot of people that had second homes down here. Mm. So it was a natural transition as to where should I go? What makes sense for my network? Because your network is your net worth. Yeah. We all know this. Absolutely. So who can I help that I already know that knows me as Kristen, the personal trainer, but they know how I function. They know that I'm on time. I have integrity. I'm mm -hmm. honest. I'm going to tell you the truth, whether you like it or not. Mm -hmm. So it was a very, very natural transition. And again, I love to teach. I love to educate. So it only made sense to come to Florida. We're a semi-familiar, you know, crowd that I already knew from New York. That makes perfect sense. There's just a, a whole nother borough of New York down here, isn't there? It is the sixth borough in Volga. <laughs> <laughs> it is. So um, you moved down here in 2016? Or... Correct. Yeah. November of 2016, yeah. It's five years ago this month. Yeah, I can't well, believe it's already been that long. Happy five-year anniversary. Thank you, <laughs> yes. So, uh, so interesting just to hear the amount of transitions that occurred because I think people in my age category start to get into this mindset that, okay, 25 to 30, maybe 30 to 35, I have to figure out exactly what it is. And then I'm staying with that forever. And those next 40, 50, 60 years are going to look very similar, but that is the complete opposite of most people that I meet that are older and I, I communicate a lot better with older individuals. So when I sit down and talk to people, it's generally people who have 20 to 30, maybe more years under their belt of life than I do. And almost none of them have been doing the same thing since they were age 25. I'm going to give you a nice little caveat. That logo that's behind you, mm, that's, that's the reality of a life journey. <laughs> <laughs> things a life journey goes like this, yeah. it does not. I thought I was going to be married with four children and live happily ever after at, at the age of 33, and I was going to have 2.5 children. Yeah, it didn't happen that way. <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay. <laughs> yes, that is perfectly fine. And I'm sure if you had to think real you know, hard about it, you wouldn't want to change it for whatever, whatever could have happened and has happened. It's made you who you are. It's put and put in front of you for a reason. As you mentioned, you're someone who is a faith based individual and um, you like to learn. So you're given those opportunities with the mindset of what can I learn from this as opposed to what is this going to take away from me? Um, yeah. So for everybody listening, uh, as you can tell, I was very intrigued when I first heard this story. <laughs> so uh, it's been very easy to continue to talk to you and, and learn from you and entrust in you the fact that you have lived through what I'm going through essentially in the, fi the fitness world. And you were at the top of your craft working for a you know, a wealthy private individual who was able to basically 
give you an entire lifestyle in a new place and the opportunity for you to learn from that person was there every single day. And that's what I've found myself in a number of ways doing with my clientele. And it's been so eye-opening and so mind-boggling to just see how things operate because I grew up in a place that was void of anything uh, really grand. It was, you know, make the most of the small things. You have family time. Parents both worked at state and city jobs uh, that were on the, you know, less political side. So there, there's no, uh, there's no real comfortability for me in this area, but learning so much more has made me comfortable everywhere else I go in life, no matter what I do. Um, and I think you said it perfectly. The depiction on the wall behind me is essentially why that comes to my forefront of my mind on a day-to-day -day basis. And that's what I was basing it off of when I created it. The ups and downs are what make life life. It's not the perfect little escalator to the top. So if we could, I'd like to dive into more specifics of fitness to finance. We had an amazing conversation about the understanding of you know, percentages of people who may not be prepared for a catastrophic physical happening or um, people who may not be prepared to get sick with something like uh, COVID-19, right? Because they are physically out of tune, just like someone who might be financially out of tune would have been completely distraught come 2008. So, could you give me some specifics in relation to percentages of people who are not physically fit and individuals who are not financially fit or just lack thereof um, education? Very good question. Mm -hmm. I do not have exact numbers for you. Well, 80% of statistics are made up on the spot. Right. The, just to full disclosure, these are yes. not exact. These are approximate based on what I see. And I'm not even going to put a number on it. I think most of us have seen the reports that come across the news or your Yahoo or your Gmail or whatever about the levels of obesity in America. Okay. The percentages are extremely high. This I can say for certain. It is above 50%. I was going to say the exact same it's thing. Probably even more, but I can say for sure it is above 50%. Overweight and obese BMIs account for over 60. I can say that for sure. There you go. And the same statistics hold true for people that are not planned. If anything, if I had to guess, it's even higher. Mm. It's even higher. Again, depending on the age group, you know, I'm a product of the baby boomers. A lot of the baby boomers did not have the knowledge. They didn't have the education. So how would they possibly be able to pass that down to me? Whereas maybe somebody that was so fortunate to have that kind of education, they can create these generational amazing effects mm -hmm. of habits. What are your habits? 
It yeah. really goes back to that. What, what you saw as a child, you mimic. If you saw your parents eating a box of pizza and drinking a bottle of wine every single night and then putting a shopping spree on credit cards and then stressing out about paying their bills, that's probably what you're going to mimic. Not all the time, but more often than not, that's what I see. So children learn a behavior. And then as adults, I have to teach them to unlearn that behavior. <laughs> as and make something them. else feel like second nature. Yeah, so, so it's, it's changing the mindset. It's changing the wiring of how somebody feels and thinks and the habits that they create throughout their day to be regimented. You know, um, you know in my industry, I always give a, a fun little nugget that says, if you don't know about the formula 50, 30, 20, allow me to teach you. Mm. You know, things in fitness, we have these little formulas. You know, your heart rate minus your this time 65% is going to give you your target heart rate for fat metabolism. We have these little formulas. So there's all of these consistencies between the two industries that are ultimately going to help that person get to the results and achieve the results that they want. In my industry, if you tell me you want to wake up really well positioned in retirement at age 60 with X amount of dollars coming in every single month, well, we have to create a plan for that. Dylan, if somebody comes to you and says, oh my goodness, I'm getting married in six months, I need to lose 25 pounds, what do I do? Mm -hmm. We have to create a plan for that. It doesn't happen by just doing this. This is not a plan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. D Foss here. If you're anything like me, you love free 99. That's why I want you to head over to thelimitlesstheory.com backslash free. I dedicated this portion of my website to specifically give you free tips, tricks, resources to check out and use for free also give you an opportunity to support other small local business owners like myself who have often already been on my podcast and you may already know so head over to thelimitlesstheory.com backslash free to see what free 99 can do for you i like that you um you always have said that uh every time we've sat down this isn't a plan and that also shows habit and consistency and and um basis of foundation right yeah. so if you had to give um somebody the hierarchy of things before you sat down with them uh and said okay these are the the four things that on a broad spectrum we're going to tackle in our relationship whether it be mindset habits uh, those sorts of things where do those fit in not necessarily the financially specific things, but um, do you have a hierarchy or a pyramid to build up on? Absolutely. The first question is, what is important to you? Hmm. It's really it. Because how is a surgeon going to perform surgery if they don't do an MRI? Hmm. So similar to a financial MRI, you do a physical MRI. We have to find out where is that person at in their current situation? What are your short-term goals, your mid-term goals, and your long-term goals? And then we reverse engineer it backwards. 
Awesome. It's very, very simple, but it's based on personal. So fitness to finance, it's a personal thing. It's not just cookie cutter. It can't be because everybody has different bodies. Everybody has different needs. Everybody has different situations. So we can't, it's impossible. I, I always giggle when, I, when somebody says to me, well, just send me something. Send you something. I would have to send you my entire house of information. <laughs> and I don't really know what to send you because I don't know what's important to you. That's a, a very powerful statement in the sense that most things in life come down to that you very much get that question of send me something in in my day-to-day -day, nutrition or fitness oh send me uh send me what i can eat well i don't know that's a, that's a very 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 broad question and i will that, say if if anybody does send you something you should run because it, it there's no cookie cutter it, it can't be it's, it's, I mean, maybe for some people that works, but that's not how I work. And I know for a fact, that's not how you work. I want to get to know you. I want to really get to know you. If yeah. anything, I send a questionnaire. If yes. I can sit down with this person and talk to them in person or on the phone, then I'm having you fill out a questionnaire that will give me that information forwarded in an email form whether it be for nutrition or lifestyle or goals or fitness or supplementation, whatever it may be, you're getting some sort of, of evaluation before we ever sit down and give tips and tricks. Correct. It's an analysis, a financial it's, analysis, and it's a fitness analysis. Have to. The nutra physical, the nutra analysis, right? Yeah. So in terms of being able to, you know, guide somebody who may be listening, who may not have access to someone who is a financial um, wealth manager, advisor, in whatever form that may be, what is the one thing you would instruct them to learn or analyze um, right now financially? Uh, that they can essentially just take um, on a very broad spectrum, like maybe the 50-30-20 rule, something that is just broad spectrum. It's not telling them where to put their um, exact dollar amounts or anything like that, but um, is kind of just broad spectrum knowledge. Your budget. I think the most um, issues that I see with people that maybe they've never had that conversation. They actually have no idea the actual numbers of what is coming in and what is going out. You know, when I was a kid, my mom used to make us balance our checkbook. <laughs> Not too many people balance their checkbook anymore. You'd be shocked. It's uh, kind of scary sometimes. So that budget is your, your own accountability sheet to say, wow, am I really spending $80 a week on Starbucks? I mean, people don't know. I think they just whip out the card and all of a sudden you don't really know how your paycheck went from X amount of dollars to not too much left. 
Yeah. So it's, I always teach, you know what, it's math. It's not my opinion. And certain formulas like the 50, 30, 20, which I'll go into right now, it's, it applies to every single financial bracket, whether you're making $80,000 a year or $800 million a year, you cannot throw more money when a person has a money problem. Mm. I'm sure you've heard the song, more money, more problems. Yeah. Why? Because they don't have a good relationship with money. And where is it actually going? Are we actually, you know, in fitness, we let's say we're testing heart rate. We'll do that for 60 seconds. Maybe we have delegated 45 minutes in our day to do weight training and another 30 minutes to do our cardiovascular. That's quantifiable. We know, okay, I'm going to go to the gym at 6 a.m. I know that I need to leave at 6.45 because I need to be dressed and ready for a meeting at eight o'clock. Quantifiable. Whereas sometimes when people, you know, maybe they're just running through their bank account, but they really are not capturing every single dollar in, every single dollar out. And then when I show them, well, this is what you wrote, more often than not, they're shocked. I had no, quote, I had no idea I'm spending that amount of money on food. Mm. For example, I had, I'll give you an example. Somebody that I had in New York City, it was kind of cute. These are real numbers, was spending over $500 a month on protein shakes at the local juice bar in New York City. <laughs> and I said, okay, let's do the math here. We're going to have a sale coming up on Amazon Prime or whatever, but Black Friday, right? You can go get a blender for a hundred bucks and go get a big can of protein for 35 bucks. Do you think that would be saving that person some money? Just a little bit. When you can make it at home, you can make it at home and you can freeze it in your, in your freezer and bring it with you the next day. So mm. again, some people don't care. They're like, no, but I like it. I like it. But if we take that number, let's call it a $400 savings just by doing something at home and planning ahead of time versus, oh my gosh, I'm hungry. I need to get something on the road. Oh, okay. I'm going to swing over and go get an $18 protein shake again in New York city. Yeah. <laughs> so by just that thoughtful process, let's do math. You have your calculator, Dylan? I do. Let's bring it up. Okay. So let's just do the math. Let's say and again, this is just a hypothetical example based on somebody that really actually was spending $500 a month on protein shakes. Okay. Let's say Ooh. we bought them that blender and a cup, you know, a big bucket of their favorite protein, whatever. And now we're saving $400 a month. Do the math 400 times 12. 4,800. Now do 4,800 times 30. <laughs> A hundred and forty-four thousand. Yep. Need I say more? <laughs> That's a down payment on property, a house. It's a <laughs> it's the frivolous spending like the frivolous eating. Once again, fitness to finance. These are the same bad habits that people carry over into different aspects of their life. Mm -hmm. Why? Because I feel like sometimes they're actually walking through life unconscious. They're really not. And this goes back to yoga, be present, right? All of these things like, wow, 
hmm, I'm hungry now, but can I wait 20 minutes to go prepare something at home? Just an example. Yeah. So when you start making it very matter of fact for somebody, mm. and you can actually display that MRI for them, and based on this MRI, this is showing me, I'll use the fitness example, you have high blood pressure, high cholesterol, you know, pre-diabetic situations, blah, 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 blah. Okay, well, if we extrapolate out 20 years from now or even 10 years from now, this MRI that we took of you shows that you're probably going to end up with heart disease. Hmm. Same thing in my industry now. If we're continuing to spend $500 a month based on that person's income, and you're just frivolously throwing $400 away, when maybe you could have been capturing that to place that into a different thing, shall we say, or, or multiple plan, a plan, an overall plan. It can, it can save people pain down the road. I always tell people, you're seeing right here. Mm -hmm. I'm teaching you to see here. Mm -hmm. This is it. No, 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 no. We, we, we have to look out here. So Dylan, in your industry, if you know that somebody's struggling with a bad eating habit, we, as coaches, as teachers, we want to help them. If I see somebody constantly, I'll give you an example, paying off a credit card and then putting money back on the credit card. I'm like, you're not fixing the problem. You're just pulling off the band-aid. Yeah. So we have to get to the root source of, let's get real here. Do you, do you really need to be spending what you're spending on X, Y, and Z? Mm -hmm. Now, if it doesn't make a difference for your future, fine. But more often than not, it makes a major difference for someone's future. That's a, that's a great point. And just to continue to elaborate on the fact that there's an enormous and infinite amount of crossover between what happens in your ears and what happens in different aspects of your life. So financially, your habits of overspending and basically spending more than you're eating or spending more than you're making, <laughs> sorry, is the same as eating more than you're burning. It's the same as uh, all of these principles in different aspects of our life taking on too much or helping too much and not helping yourself enough, right? I have an overflowing cup. Great. Give some away. If your cup is not empty, don't continue to give it away. <laughs> uh, your anxiousness of buying something in the moment is the same thing as having 20 minutes from being home and making something yourself, but saying, well, mentally, I don't have the discipline to do anything across the board, whether it be, uh, you know, impulse buying in a store or impulse buying food on the way home or impulse saying yes to go out with friends when you need to get stuff done on a Saturday night. It's all of the same principles. And unfortunately, uh, it really is due to lack of passing on habitual legacies good legacies. I, I teach generational wealth and sometimes people have no idea what that means. There's a reason that a lot, not all, but a lot of wealthy people continue to be wealthy. 
with their legacy that they leave. There's a reason for that. But where did it all start? It started with somebody and it started with education. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, you tapped on the fact of this impulse, this impulse. It's that delayed, delayed gratification. So you don't have pain down the road, whether we're talking about fitness or finance. Mm-hmm. You know, I get it. There, yes, I'm sure. There's times when I'm like, wow, I'm really tired. I'm not going to cook and it's going to take too long to order something. And that box of Kraft macaroni and cheese that I grew up on as a kid really sounds good right now. <laughs> Do I have that occasionally? Absolutely. But here's the point. It's not what you do some of the time. It's what you do most of the time. So on that note, let me dive into just this awesome little nugget that, again, I'm more than happy to talk to anybody. I do a complimentary plan anyways for you just to see where you're at, see if I can help you in any way. And if you have questions or want a referral, I will gladly give you a nice positive review to uh, anybody looking for some help I I know she does great work she's been a huge help for me thank you Dylan again it's it's very important for me that that person that I'm sitting with learns something even if you never become a client it's okay I believe in planting those good seeds out there and the more people that we can reach with proper knowledge it's not information (laughs) I always say if it was just about information which all of us have a plethora of on Google, everybody would be rich and skinny. (laughs) So it's not a lack of information. It's a lack of proper knowledge and then taking action because nothing changes if nothing changes, right? So I'll give you this example of the 50, 30, 20. Take this with you. If you learn nothing else today, take this with you because it doesn't matter the dollar amount that you're earning in your lifetime. Mm -hmm. 50, 30, 20. 50% of your income, regardless of the amount, should go towards your what's called fixed expenses. That means what does it take for Dylan to wake up every day and function? Your mortgage, your rent, whatever, your cell phone, your car, your insurance of your car, the light bill, the water bill, et cetera, et cetera. Groceries in your your, uh, refrigerator. Depending on age and situation, 30%, especially for younger people, can go toward the fun stuff. Maybe you get a new pair of sneakers. Maybe you take a vacation. These things are known as discretionary, the fun stuff, the play money. 20%, take a wild guess as to where that should go. Into the past? (laughs) Well, into the future. (laughs) I know, I was just... (laughs) Into the future. So let's, let's look at this. What is 20% of $10? Two bucks. Yeah. What's 20% of $100? 20 bucks. 20 bucks. And the list goes on and on. It's just adding a zero. It's the same formula. So just because you make more doesn't mean you should save less. And just because you make less doesn't mean that you should save less. It's the same formula. Otherwise, based on a person's current lifestyle, you're not going to make it. Mm. You're not. And the topic that I love to speak on is this. If somebody comes to me and says, hey, I really want to retire at age 65, traditional age to retire, 
with X amount of dollars that I have in income coming in every month. I'm like, all right, let's say that you live to be 95, which is happening more often than not now. How are you going to fund 30 years of retirement? Mm. 30 years. So I'll just give you round numbers because it's easy. $100,000 a year times 30 years is how much? A lot. <laughs> million, yes. Yeah. And so, more than most people will ever see or know. Mm -hmm. It's math. It's math. Okay. And in the fitness industry, same thing. If somebody stops exercising, if they stop getting into that discipline of let's call it an hour in the morning and an hour at night, maybe you're exercising in the morning and then walking your dog or doing yoga at night. And all of a sudden those two hours out of the day of exercise disappear. What do you think is going to happen to that person's physical fitness? It's going to start to go down. It's going to start to decline. So, I mean, I could go on and on and on, but the similarities are just so great. And it, it, it boils down to what is that individual willing to change to get to where you're telling me you want to go? Because in the end, what does it all matter? You have to have quality of life. Mm -hmm. And the elements that go into providing a quality life includes fitness and finance. Yes, for sure. If you're unhealthy and you have a lot of money, well, that's not going to do you well. If you have in the vice versa, that's not going to do you well either. Hmm. So it, it has to be this overall. And this is where the faith will come in as well. You know, we're given one body. We're given one mind. How do we manage our money? How do we manage our body? How do we manage our mind? Because hmm. that's really going to determine where you end up. I think I read a book recently that says, Wherever you're at right now is a, is a direct result of all the choices that who's made? You've made. You, not me. Mm -hmm. So even, okay, if COVID happens, okay, if a financial crash happens again, well, we know that these things are going to happen. There will be another one. There yeah. will be another financial crash at some point. There will be another pandemic at some point. Do we know when? No, we do not. Are you planned but for we, it? It's, you got to plan for it. So COVID, you know, the financial crash in 08, 09, and even ones way before that, you, you, you learn from that. You learn like, holy smokes, I did not see that coming. But, oh, good. I have, I have, a, I have a backup plan, right? With, with COVID, nobody knew that the stores were going to be out of toilet paper. I'm still trying to figure that one out. <laughs> yeah, that one didn't make any sense. But, uh, but it, now we know. Now we have the experience of, wow, this whole entire world shut down. And this and, is on, uh, real quick on this other note that I want to talk about on uh, uh, something like a COVID. Dylan, how many times do you hear the excuse? Oh, I just don't have time. I'm so busy. I just don't have time. Very and helpful. now something like COVID happens mm -hmm. and you have all the time in the world. Mm -hmm. 
you still don't do it. And you still didn't change anything. So I'm not taking that excuse of time. It's a matter of priorities. What's your priority? I wake up at five o'clock every single day. My entire fitness routine takes me literally two hours in the morning. But it's a habit. I go to bed at 10 o'clock at night. Why? Because I have to function highly dealing with people's personal information and personal finances. So I have to be sharp for that. You, you need to sleep as well, Dylan, because you have to be sharp for your clients in the morning, giving them your energy and your coaching and all of these things. So again, habits. When I go to bed at 1030 versus 10 o'clock, I feel it the next morning. It's Mm -hmm. so true. Hey, y'all. I want to inform you of some live events we are doing down in South Florida. If you are local to South Florida, please listen up. If you are open to or into mindfulness, meditation, and mobility, just bringing self-awareness to the physical self, we would love for you to come join us, me and my new but best friend, Stefan Duvivier, we are doing a live mindfulness, mobility, and meditation at the beach in Pompano, just south of the first chair, just south of Atlantic. You can join us free of charge. Come hang out. It starts at 6.30 a.m. every Wednesday morning, and at sunrise, we will be in the middle of our mobility or our meditation session it's beautiful out there nine times out of ten some individuals are staying after that 7:15 mark that i have to leave to talk network work on some different skill sets go in the water go for a swim whatever it is that you want to do so i invite you to come join us if you're local to south florida just south of the first chair just south of atlantic at pompano beach me and my good friend stefan duvivier are leading mobility and meditation stefan has an amazing background he's a great athlete and he has experience in ancient chinese medicine and he's sharing a lot of that and uh i would love for you guys to come hang out with us much love if you want to know more about it please reach out see you there and all of those like if if you just did that for a year if you're missing your mark let's call it 10 30 versus 10 o'clock that compounding accumulation effect has a negative effect on the rest of your life great book for everybody if you have not read it because it applies to every industry read the compound effect I was going to literally ask you because you had alluded to a book before and then right there you hit on the compound effect, which (laughs) you told me to buy. Uh, Do you have one or two other books that you might recommend as well? Hmm. Maybe that's a very good question. Maybe broad spectrum, maybe something that's more financially tuned and maybe something that's more, um, fitness or just mindset oriented? Oh my gosh. I'm going to have to get back to you on that because I I literally, I have so many that I would have to really dive into what would be a good recommendation, but, but, uh, but I'll give you a couple. I'm sure most people have read, you know, seven habits of highly successful people. That's a fantastic one. That's kind of normal 
Um, start with why. By Simon Sinek. Simon Sinek's one of my favorite. Nice. All right. Yeah, I mean, there, there's That's so good, many wonderful. There's a plethora. There's no shortage. And like no. you said, there, if information was the commodity, we'd all be wealthy and, wealthy and, <laughs> and skinny and in shape. Uh, so um, how about maybe from a podcast standpoint, is there anything that you listen to from a podcast or one person or platform that you really recommend people uh, dive into? I do love Simon Sinek. Um, there's ones that are very, very specific to my industry that you guys can't listen to. I'm sorry, because <laughs> they're specific. Yeah. But it, 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 again, it all talks about the same things. A lot of, a lot of what we do as teachers is actually psychology. Mm -hmm. It really is. You know, Dylan, I'm sure you agree. It's very important to me that my clients feel good about their choices, mm -hmm. that they feel good about what are they learning, that they feel good about, I'm going to have peace of mind. I think through all of my um, things that happened in my life, all the, the, between the injury and all those things that happened, when I got out of that and I moved to Florida, I promised myself, you know, at that time, the most important thing for me was peace of mind. It is because the mind can be a very dangerous place for people. Mm -hmm. um, even in any, in any industry, we, we use this term brain trash. People will talk themselves out of something. Oh, I can't show up at the gym. Oh, I'm never going to be able to do that. Oh, I'm never going to start my business. I'm never going to be able to retire because of X, Y, and Z. That's brain trash. Get that out of there what you believe you achieve. And I know this is not new information for anybody, but it really does help to keep those nuggets in your ear. You are a direct result of what you see and what you listen to. So if you're constantly listening to negative things, negative people, negative programming, well, you're gonna become negative. I'm sorry, but you are. <laughs> yeah. I saw a post just previous to hopping on here it said music is food. Yes. And, and in the same essence that our aura has a heartbeat and it gives off a frequency, food has a frequency, assuming that you're eating a whole plant-based, uh, you know, real food diet. Uh, and that's the problem with most of what we've started to adopt in this modern society is so many things are innate they have no life to them. They have no frequency to them. They have no vibrancy. And when it, when your vibrancy hits it, it just bounces back. So the literal mind frame of being in a cell and in a prison is that you're stuck in your own thoughts. Those vibrancies and frequencies are not even going through the wall. They're not penetrating. So you get stuck you're just pinging your own thoughts off the wall back and forth and back and forth and most of the time it's that self trash talk that is yeah. what's getting pinged back and forth and what you consume what you eat what you take in from your skin to your eyes to your ears to your mouth your nose your sensory input and your food 
is what dictates the frequency that you live your life at. Your one heart. of the most brilliant things that somebody said to me, actually, uh, one of when I lived in Los Angeles, I had a bunch of amazing A-list celebrity clientele. I was very fortunate to be based in Malibu. I went to Pepperdine University. So they all live there. And one of them happened to be Linda Hamilton. If you're 25 years old, you might not know who that is. Yeah. But if if you if you go watch Terminator 2, okay. That's who that is. Sarah mm -hmm. Connor, Linda Hamilton. She was such a wise, wise woman who had also been through some very, very difficult things in her life. And she made this one point when I was probably 29 years old. She said, isn't it funny? We attract what we are and then we reject the very thing we are. Mm. Now, what does that mean? If somebody is in a misalignment of their, what I call the rabbit ears, that frequency that they're putting out. Mm. And now you're upset because somebody came into your life that didn't compliment you. Well, maybe it's you. Maybe mm. you have to check your frequency. <laughs> and trust me, Dylan, there were times in my life, in my 20s, that my frequency was off. For sure. But then you go through that, like your logo in the background. You get knocked on the ground a few times, you get humbled a few times, and then you realize, wow, I need to change my frequency. Mm. And that's about taking responsibility for where you end up and taking it wholeheartedly as 100%. no one all but your own humility. What you do, and I can speak to you, I'm 47, I just turned 47 a week ago. You know, when I speak to 20, any, any age, but specifically 25 year olds, what you start to do today mm. dramatically affects that future. So if you're, again, back to the normal food and fitness, mm -hmm. if you're, if you're putting good things in today, most likely you're going to continue to put good things in today. And most likely you're going to end up very, very healthy. If you're 25 and you're living below your means and you're doing 50, 30, 20, well, if you stick to that, yeah, you're going to probably end up really, really well. So now that being said, it's, I, I never discourage somebody. It's never too late, better late than never. Sure. But in the fitness industry, I would always ask a client, what do you think enters the body first pain or disease? Mm -hmm. Disease. Yeah. People don't experience pain from a disease more often than not until the disease is very, you know, progressed. This Same thing with finances. People are not going to feel the pain of finances until they reach 50 and they're like, oh my gosh, I shouldn't have spent $500 a month on protein shakes. <laughs> <laughs> bad move, bad move. Yeah. And, and that's a perfect case in point that some people just are miseducated because yeah that person was trying to do something good they were trying to improve their fitness and as a result they are completely obliterating their financial health right so a small um, example but yeah but, <laughs> you get it but i think most people are just undereducated and have a lack of understanding and a lack of knowledge and a lack of accountability to put that information once they know it into action and 
that's what me and yourself do as teachers, uh, as accountability individuals. I help somebody continue to say, you know, come into the gym and I'll be there. We'll work out. We'll talk nutrition. We'll get some things off your chest, both physically and mentally and emotionally. And for you, the same, right? Mentally and emotionally and financially, we're going to, you know, have our relationship here where you're going to hold me responsible for a lot of different things financially. And that is what I've found to be super grateful for and super um, understanding of how to leverage the relationships in my life. Some people are, everybody you know knows something you don't. So when you meet that individual, how can you learn from them and how can they teach you and hold you accountable to a higher level in some certain aspect of your life? And that's what um, you've been able to already do for me. So I appreciate that. It's been very timely um, with everything going on, as you know. And um, if I could say anything, you know, it would just be thank you for for that opportunity and that that open and willingness to say, hey, do you want to come, you know, grab some coffee or whatever? I don't even remember if we ate food. I think we were so wrapped up in conversation. Yes. <laughs> we were so caught up. And um, it goes back, Dylan, to, you know, if, if you have heard this saying before, I don't know who quoted it, but a parachute only op- only works when it's open and your mind is the same thing. So kudos to you for being so young and being open to learn. Sometimes, you know, as people get older, they get very closed and you can't teach an old dog new tricks (laughs) but you actually can because in fitness and in finance our industries are rapidly changing Mm -hmm. dylan what i learned in kinesiology 25 however many years ago i don't even know a long time ago (laughs) you know half of it i can throw out the window because we don't we don't know there's more research now same thing with financial stuff, you know, with laws and taxes and governments and all these constantly changing entities, Mm. you have to outsource to the people who actually, that's all they do all day, every day, just like you. And I will compliment you as as much as I know within the fitness industry, I still learn things from you. (laughs) And I love that. So it doesn't matter age. It doesn't matter experience. It you can learn something from everybody if you're just open to have these conversations. Yeah. What's the harm? What's, what's the harm? Learn something new? What did I learn the other day? I couldn't believe it. I'll have to remember. But somebody said something to me and I was like, are you kidding me? I've never heard that before, ever. Yeah. It's, so uh, it's a cool thing. It's a cool thing. I agree. And it goes back to what you said earlier. Your network is your net worth. Yeah. So, um, very grateful to have you in my network um and same alongside my my journey here um for the rest of uh the days however however from now until the end so um where can people find you and contact you if they would like to um take you up on your you know offer of meeting and doing some sort of complimentary plan um where can absolutely call me I like to talk. There you go. (laughs) 
but uh, you can reach me. My, my direct number is 561-403-3733. My email, I'll give you my simple email, which is my name at gmail.com spelled Kristen, K-R-I-S-T-I-N, last name Erickson, E-R-I-C-K-S-E-N at gmail.com. Simplest way, but shoot me a text, introduce yourself to me so I know who I'm going to pick up the phone for. And um, I'm more than happy. It's it's all about education and it's important. It's important. Pay it forward. Yep. So uh, that is all I have for you. I want to once again, thank you for your time, your knowledge, everything and anything. Um, it's been a blessing and, um, I'm sure everyone who listens will be able to take a few golden nuggets from the podcast and from the episode. So, and again, uh, follow on, on Instagram, just if you want some you know, good, happy vibes of everything. I'm all about positivity. And you'll get to see my baby girl, Kizzy. Yes, Kizzy. My white boxer. She's the, <laughs> She's the best. My goodness. Fitness to finance. And um, you know, there's many ways to contact me, but that's probably the simplest for people. So. Cool. Well, I thank you, Dylan, for having me on. I really enjoyed it. I knew we would have a great organic, non-scripted conversation because yeah. <laughs> it just flows. It so does. I appreciate that. And I appreciate you. Well, thank you. I will be seeing you very soon. Um, For everyone who's listening, please comment, like, subscribe, share in any way that you can to continue this cause. um, Because like she has mentioned so many times, it's really just about getting the, the knowledge out there and trying to change mindsets or give the knowledge to mindsets that are already open. We want open parachutes taking in all the knowledge they can. So and taking action, taking and, in knowledge without action is. Yep. Agreed. But taking action is is that's the key. It's really the key. And that's uh, what this is all about. Um, yeah. Taking action, having that conversation, yeah. being able to MRI your your fitness, your finance habits, and then your situation. Where do you want to go short-term, long-term, financially, physically, make that plan and then take action, stick to it. And we're here to help you if you need it. Much love, peace, love, and positivity. Until next time, be limitless. Thank you.